You're listening to the Wedding People podcast, hosted by Rihanna Elizabeth and Rebecca Brennan-Brown. On this podcast, we talk about all things wedding. So if you're getting married or know someone who is, this is the show for you. In this podcast, we may say the odd naughty word. So if you don't want to hear us dropping the F-bomb, we suggest that you listen to us later. You can find more helpful information and show notes on our website at www.theweddingpeoplepodcast.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We've got some fancy new music and a fancy new website. Yes, we do. It's super fancy. So go check it out at www.theweddingpeoplepodcast.com because we're international. <laughs> Huge now. We are actually international. Oh, we? Yeah. What would you like to talk about today, Rihanna? Today, I think we should dedicate an episode to Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Special episode. Special mini-sode episode. Do you think people believe when we say, what would you like to talk about today, Rihanna, that we've not already had multiple conversations about what we're going to talk about and a series of notes? Probably, but I think it's lovely to have a little tagline. Yeah, there you go. We're going to keep saying it, even though you all know we know what we're talking about. Well, that could be questionable (laughs) at times. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that obviously is there. No, 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 no. But today we're going to talk about same-sex marriages in honour of Pride Month. Yes. Well, I have to say, I can't take credit for the creation of this podcast because it was actually suggested by our good friend Charlotte who said why are you not doing a pride-based podcast and I was like can't tell you that because don't have an answer so we yeah I think I've got an answer because I remember we discussed this when we first started doing the podcast and I think we were both very clear on never wanting to be excluding to anyone but equally never wanting to single anyone out true so in in all regards in all regards yeah and it's just something that i've just kind of never really felt the need for because the same issues that occur to straight couples will occur to same-sex couples exactly so i never really wanted to make a big deal out of it but now that it's pride month i think there are some i suppose etiquette areas yeah yeah and maybe more the traditional areas that i think it might be helpful if we address yeah i think so when it comes to design decor logistics it's exactly the same everything is exactly the same the only questions that we tend to get is what happens during the ceremony where do i stand what do we say what do we write what cards do we get like i think it's just little things like that it's just one of those things of oh how do we do that i've got a stat here from the knot that mm. says that 65% of same-sex couples would like their wedding to be traditional or considered their wedding to be traditional. And I think that's a really interesting thing because the tradition is still being created. Yeah. So there aren't these kind of like hard and fast rules of like, who pays for the wedding if you don't have a bride? Even though I don't agree with that in the first place. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. those Those kind of traditions and what would you call it um, but it's e- equally to that i think everyone is trying to break tradition not everyone there are still couples out there who want the traditional wedding i would be very interested to see what the heterosexual couple ratio is for those who want a traditional wedding because i don't think it's going to be very much different to that at all because there's so many different types of weddings that you can have now people don't always just want to have the church and the you know hotel reception or something like yeah. that you know everyone wants to break the boundaries destination quirky venues yeah. all that kind of stuff so i just think it comes down to maybe little tips if you're not sure yeah. 
Yeah. Side note, I spoke to a bride on the phone earlier who wants food trucks for her wedding. Yeah. Love. I love a food I truck. I need that. I love food. Anyway. Yeah. So, I think that the best place to start... I read a stat earlier again. I've been reading lots of stats today. Stats. That says that, according to the not, this is, mm-hmm. half of LGBTQ couples consider their wedding to be a destination wedding. Yeah. So I don't technically know what that means, like what they're considering a destination. Does, I guess it would mean out of the country that they live in. So I think the first thing to do would be to check that your marriage will be legal in the country that you're hoping to get married in. Which, you know, the same for those getting married in destination anyway. There's a lot of things you need to check before you get married abroad in general. Mm. So My advice, full stop, is don't get married abroad. Just have a ceremony (laughs) abroad. Like, get married in the UK. It's just genuine, like the legal bit. Like a symbolic ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the Telegraph have got a really helpful map. Um, it's actually shocking to look at it shows the areas where same-sex marriage is legal in green and illegal in red and it's quite shocking how much of the map is red oh it's far too red for my liking that's Mm. far too red for my liking but yeah you know it is growing the green is growing not as fast as it should be but it is growing so that's a really helpful map to look at just to check around that so then that kind of brings me on to couples who might be looking to get married in a church the information that i'm giving here is kind of based on england wales scotland and southern ireland not northern ireland that's a completely different ball game which i'll be honest i'm not a specialist in this area i know you're not either um it's just always best to do your research before or just just to look into these sort of things yeah um but again on that i was doing a bit of research earlier today and i was reading some articles thinking god this this feels really backwards and really out of date and then i look at the article date and it's like 2014 but google ranks it like really high yeah always check the dates of of when articles are posted because things are changing all the time when it comes to anything wedding or legal requirements always check that it's a, a recent post yeah definitely so for those who are considering getting married in a church it does depend on your religion Mm -hmm. i know that for most of the the more popular religions um it annoys me that i can't say it in the uk because of northern ireland yeah because for the most popular religions in the areas that we're discussing today you can have a blessing in a church but you can't legally get married yeah so the best way to go about it is find a church which is happy to do your blessing Mm -hmm. um I did one once at St. James's Church in Holland Park, if there's anyone getting married in London. And they were so supportive, so respectful, mm. just like did not treat anyone with an ounce of any difference to they would with any other wedding. And I was a little bit nervous about that with the church because I'm not religious. I dropped RE when I was <laughs> in like year nine. So my knowledge on religions is quite shamefully low. Yeah. Um, but they were just, like, amazing. So same-sex couples, different sex couples, great church. I can highly recommend them. And then you have to just find a celebrant who can conduct the blessing for you. And it might not necessarily be someone that is at that church, but they will go to the church for you. Yeah. But so first instance, ask the church. And then you can look on places like um, the thegaywedingguide.co.uk. Yeah. They've got a listing for celebrants who will do um, church blessings lovely however when it comes to civil marriage ceremonies there are so many more options when it comes to venues who will help you and guide you through that 100 percent. yeah yeah so many more options 
So like a couple that I had last year, they went and got married, just the two of them, which I quite like, by the way, mm. just full stop. Quite like that of just like it just being you for that and then for the legal official bit. Yeah. And then they had a blessing in a church with all of their family and friends. And the whole feel of it is like any other church wedding. Like you literally wouldn't be able to tell like there's any difference to it. Mm -hmm. So there's that. There is that. Then I suppose kind of tied in, I think people get sometimes a little bit worried with the wording in certain readings yes. and ceremonies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because obviously you have the very traditional, you may kiss the bride mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. Um, so I think just change it to whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, I think that goes for, for anything. But again, yeah. it can just be like, instead of you may kiss the bride, it's please take your first kiss or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when there's references in readings and that sort of thing to husband and wife i like the saying partners for life yes nice i think there's something like very nice about the word partners and like a partnership yeah i just feel like it's much more like together and i think generally though do whatever you feel comfortable with speak to your celebrant or whoever it is that's conducting your ceremony because i'm sure they'll have their own suggestions as well i just want to say um i noticed your tips on the aisle procedure and i really like the seating arrangement with two aisles. Can you please explain this in more detail? Because I love it. So this has come from the same wedding last year in Holland Park, that in the church, we organised it so that it it worked quite well because of the layout of the church in that it had two doors on either side. Mm-hmm. And the way that you could manoeuvre the seating is so that you had two aisles. So there was two rows of seats down either side and then one row not row what's it called you know stacks how do you huh? it's not even stacks what are you saying pew oh, like, pew ends are you talking about yeah pew ends but like a load of them no yeah rows rows was right let's pretend that didn't happen okay so <laughs> there's like lots of rows of seats down either side and then in the middle there's another row of seats which creates two aisles okay. so the groom and groom that i had both came in from either side of the church and then walked down either side of the aisles. They both took a seat on each edge. So one was sitting on the right-hand side and one was sitting on the left-hand side. So they're quite far away from each other. Mm. Then their parents walked down the middle. Mm-hmm. Both sets of parents. Uh, I think the brother and the sister. And the music's playing. And then once every, once the parents are in and once the brothers and sisters are in, they come together in the middle for the start of the... So they both walk down the aisle se- separately. Yeah, but, so, separately. And in unison. Yeah. Aww. And then they take a seat and then they wait for their parents to come down the middle of the aisle. Fine. Okay. I like that. That's just nice in, in general. It's really nice. Yeah, it was. It was a, It a. worked really well. And then the, obviously the other examples are you could just walk down together or you could have someone waiting at the altar mm-hmm. or there's no reason for you to like not both walk down the aisle. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you are in a civil partnership, you can convert it into a marriage, a legal marriage, by going to the registry office. Yeah. You go to the registry office and sign a legal declaration there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with cost-wise, I think it's under £5 for a marriage certificate and about £45 to convert. Is that correct? I think this is what you need. Fine, yeah, yeah. It's quite it's quite detailed. I'm doing this at the moment for a couple and their registrar's eight hundred and eighty quid. Yeah, register yeah, yeah, yeah. So expensive. So I paid I'm paying four nine five for my registrar. 
Mm. And it depends on the area that you're getting married in as well, um, because that has yeah. a massive impact on the cost of the registrar. Yeah. It's the area, the date, like whether it's peak season or Saturday, just basically, obviously, the more popular dates are more expensive. Yeah. Which feels really bad, but yeah. whatevs. They've got to come to you. If you go to the registry office, I believe it's cheaper. Again, yeah. I don't actually yeah, have all the information, but... I am, I'm actually taking this, extracting this information from research and also from you and your wedding.co.uk. They have a great article. It's um, quite hard for us to quote on things like registrars and anything legal because just depending on your council, it's just completely different. So I don't want to give yeah. any numbers and then it would be totally wrong. Exactly. And this section is very much, we, we advise and we can help um, and we research and then guide, but the um, client's, very much do all of this themselves because they need all of their legal documentation i tell people what they need to do but i don't yeah you You can't do it i can't do it as a planner they have to do it don't worry if you're like i don't know what to do because if you can't if you don't know what to do google is a great place and also i rang up my registrar because my cousin i want him to officiate the ceremony but obviously he's not Mm. he doesn't he's not allowed to do the legal part but the registrar will work alongside him so that when mm. it comes to the legal part of the ceremony, the registrar will do that, but the um, rest of the ceremony itself will be will be done by my my, my cousin. Yeah. So there's loads of things that you can do. Um, and with symbolic, when you mentioned doing, um, if you're doing destination, symbolic does allow you to be a lot more flexible with how the ceremony goes. So if you're already legally married and then travel mm. away for your wedding, there's a lot more, it's a lot more stress-free in regards to the documentation side and the civil the ceremony itself can be how you want it to be the other thing that i think probably comes up quite a lot is what do you do with your last name yeah and again we've talked about this before in the traditions episode anyway some suggestions are pick pick one of your last names for you to both take or hyphenate the names or you could just come up with something completely different yeah and both take that name or just keep your names. Yeah. We were talking about this yesterday, we weren't were. we? We were. We were. Because I will change my surname to Bennett, but I will mm. keep Rihanna Elizabeth for personal, uh, for um, professional reasons. But I will be yeah. on all other things, passports, documents, Rihanna Bennett. But I want to be Rihanna Bennett Morris or Rihanna Morris Bennett. You're hyphenated. You're keeping it, aren't you? Yeah, I'm keeping it. There's no way I'm leaving it. I'm like Jordan Belfort in Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving that's me. Right. I'm not leaving my last name. Yes, I'm keeping it forever. I feel sorry for, ha- for Harrison. <laughs> for Harrison. I think Rebecca Harrison is lovely. I mean, let's tell everyone she's not actually engaged, but we actually talk like you are. <laughs> I know. I have to keep explaining this to people. <laughs> yeah. I remind him regularly. Yeah. I keep. I tell him though that um, a good time will be after you get married, so that we still have stuff to talk about on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> we're so we're so we're so different. We're very similar, but we're so different. It's yeah. going to be it'll be so much fun. <laughs> Oh, Fraser, <laughs> propose at my wedding. At the end, at like oh. midnight. <laughs> Don't steal my thunder, bitch. <laughs> Don't be stealing. No, don't be stealing my thunder. That was that was basically all of my points because genuinely, I don't think that you should be. I saw a lot of things online that said like, make sure that your suppliers agree with your views and stuff like Hi. that. <laughs> I just kind of don't... I just not... No. No. I'm, no. No. <laughs> like, 
I just I think you should assume that people are supportive before you assume that people don't absolutely and I, and I understand that might be quite easy for me to say as someone who isn't part of that community and has never faced the kind of adversity and stuff like that that members of that community would have faced I, I, I don't know it's, it's just I just don't think that anyone should be discriminating anyone no full stop there you go done done <laughs> End of episode. Do what you like for your wedding. So places where you can find tips um, and a bit more information on the um, subjects that we've touched on would be, Rebecca, your favourite one? Gay Wedding Guide. Yep, Gay Wedding Guide is good. Gay Wedding Guide's good. The Knot always has some fantastic information on it regardless. Yeah, and the Knot's quite good for stats and stuff like that as well, like like more um, official information if you like. Yeah. Exactly. And then if you just type in what you're looking for in general, you'll see articles coming up that will, that will help yeah. you along the way anyway. And I think if you're looking for suppliers or photo inspiration or anything like that, have a look at the Love Wins or Love is Love hashtag on Instagram. Yeah. And you'll find lots of lovely inspiration on two wedding dresses or black tie weddings or whatever it might be that you're looking for. And when it comes to Instagram, like the... Gay Wed Guide, I think is what they're under as um, the Gay Wedding Guide. Um, and loads, like two brides, all kinds of accounts where you can get inspiration as well. Yes. That is all. That is all. The moral of the story is don't do anything different because you're a same-sex couple unless you feel like you want to have unicorns and rainbows everywhere. Yes. But if you don't, don't. Exactly. Thanks for talking to me about same-sex couples today, Rihanna. Thank you very much. Same-sex weddings, not same-sex couples. Yeah. We've not been talking about like Tom Daly and his husband. No, we haven't. They are a very beautiful couple, though. They are. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh. oh. I know. I can't wait until they make like it genetically possible for them to have a child. <laughs> Unreal. Very pretty. That's enough for one day. Yeah. <laughs> Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wedding People podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. And don't forget, you can always get in touch with us via the details in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we hope you can tune in to our next episode. We've got some fancy new music and a fancy new website. Yes, we do. It's super fancy. So go check it out at www.theweddingpeoplepodcast.com. <laughs>